This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. In good times and not so good times, it's important to think about what keeps us well. It's about noticing the beauty around us, finding strength and support we've all given and received, and sharing our experiences through conversation. We all have mental health. Let's improve it together. Welcome to Living Well. Take time to kōrero. In this podcast series, people share their ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. Hello, namaste, kia ora. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity, first of all, to share my thoughts with you all. I begin by introducing myself. My name is Himani Mishra Galbraith. My motherland and my mother's land is India, but I call New Zealand my home now. I've lived in New Zealand for coming to 15 years now. And yes, it's my home. I'm married to a Kiwi now. I've got a 124-year-old son. He lives with me uh, in Invercargill, from where I live with my other family members. I'm a trained teacher. I work in the social services, family works. I do a bit of a relief teaching as well. And I have finished my postgraduate certificate in counseling as well. So I'm here, there, but everywhere. But if you'll ask me what are my heart desire, it's it's just helping people, helping community to grow. And from there, my first thought of well-being starts. As you you all have might have heard that you need to feel good to make people feel good. And I think the best way to do is, is try to be a little bit more empathetic towards others. So why I have decided to speak on empathy? Then I'll come with the definition. Empathy Make someone more likely to help others. It is to show compassion and to hold human and reasonable expectations of others. And on the other hand, lack of empathy, if you'll ask me an example, it would be like you are grieving about some something or somebody and someone will come and ask you about Okay, what are you having for your dinner tonight? That means you have totally missed the board that time. And again, if I'll go with the research, it is being said that the high levels of empathy report having larger social circles and more satisfying relationships. A major component of high levels of emotional wellness is having positive and meaningful personal relationships. And these deep human connections allow us to to thrive by providing vital support and encouragement, both in good times and in bad. 
A strong support network helps people deal with the negative effects of stress and it is evident that it helps to improve your well-being, particularly among older adults. So we could say that, all right, you, we have talked about empathy. I know that I have to be a bit more uh, genuine and empathetic and a bit more feelingful uh, towards others. But like, you know, why I would like to do that? So I could say that by focusing or on developing empathy, we could improve our own wellness. So I think that's a starting point that be, by being empathetic, we're not helping others. We are also helping ourselves. So now we could talk about the benefits. So empathy is an important and vital skill. Being able to understand the needs of those around you and have a clear understanding of the perception you create with the way you are to others will enhance our own well-being. And this will enable us to better understand the needs of people who are in our social circle, in our family, or people we deal with day-to-day -day life. And we know that when we talk about well-being, these are the, are the people who could provide you wellness and they could be the cause of your stress and your depression or, or your anxiety. So social connections are the relationships, when I say, uh, with we have those around us. And having empathy helps us or enable us to build more uh, social connections more in a more concrete form. To feel connected to others is hugely important, as I say, important for our, our own well-being. Yes, because it is through human relationships we, we could feel valued, loved, and cared for. And being connected to others is also good for our mental well-being. Studies shows that those who feel connected to others have lower levels of anxiety and depression. Building in strong connections in your life can increase your feelings of happiness and self-worth. Yes, so that explains that, yeah, that why being an empathetic person, um, we could increase our own mental and emotional well-being as well. But now people will ask that you, either you are empathetic or you're not. But I think we all are, we all have empathy in us. Maybe it just varies in the degree. We all, some might have a greater degree of empathy and some might have a lesser degree, but then still we could work on it. We could improve on it. They're not very big ways. You don't have to go to university to learn those uh, skills or to improve your empathy. You just need to listen attentively. Like, you know, and just remember, please don't try to provide a solution. Effective listening opens us up mentally and emotionally to the other person. And it, in turn, helps build trust, gain respect, strengthen relationships, and give space for inspiration. We could ask questions very sensitively. And I will also add that we should 
not let our own biases, our own belief come in between. Because then there are chances that we might become judgmental. And being judgmental never helps anyone. Because the moment we become judgmental about others, we start having some negative thoughts and feelings. And we all know that these negative thoughts and feelings are the breeding ground of stress and anxiety. So we need to do things to keep ourselves away from these negative thoughts. If you want to be in tune with your own emotions, it is always good to relate with other people's emotions very with reality and effectively. Here's another mindful minute. Establish a routine that suits you, such as regular times for exercise, relaxation, meal times, visiting friends, waking in the morning and going to bed. Once this becomes your normal routine, it's easier to accomplish everything because it becomes a good habit. Having spoken about empathy, then the other thing which has always uh, helped me in bouncing back in life, to be honest, I had gone through quite quite an up and downs in my life. It's been never been a smooth path for me. The moment I start believing that oh life is the road looks like straight to me now, and bump there comes a bump. I'm not complaining here, just just sharing that life is not easy for anyone, anyways. But the second most thing which helped me to keep me sane and um, keep me grounded and to bounce back in life is is gratitude. And we know that uh, being grateful to anything or to anyone increases our happiness and gives us a greater sense of well-being. So what does gratitude actually mean? The, The dictionary describes gratitude as the quality of feeling of being grateful or thankful. A practical clinical definition is that it is the appreciation of what is valuable and meaningful to ourselves. Being grateful is mostly associated with feelings of increased happiness and positive emotions. It enables us to relish in positive and enjoyable experiences, however big or small. And again, I'll go back to the research that it shows that expressing our gratitude to those around us strengthens relationships and communication between two people. And obviously, if your relationships in any way, as we have talked when we were talking about empathy, are good, are satisfactory, are more mindful, definitely it makes a lot, uh, your life becomes more easier. Making gratitude a daily habit will definitely help to retrain our minds and our gratitude threshold will help us to grateful for even smallest things in life. Yeah, you don't have to wait for the big things to come. You could be, uh, you could be thankful to a person who just lets you pass from traffic signal saying that you could go first. You could be thankful. Yes, he's done a good thing. It's up to you that how you train your mind. I could choose to ignore that because I was too engrossed in negative things in my life. And I could choose to be grateful. Oh, okay. Such a nice, nice gentleman or gentle lady. So that's pretty good. 
And what are the simple ways that we could express our gratitude? People say, okay, all right, how, how we could do that? I think that maintaining a daily journal won't cost much. You don't have to go and buy an expensive journal. Just make a, a pack of your leftover uh, like no blank pages and start jotting on that. And then you could, whenever you have got spare time, you could decorate it. And just write one or two things that you are grateful for in, in that day or whatever. Like, you know, you could, you could just say, uh, having a fresh fruit today on my, on my kitchen table. Thank God I have got that fruit. There would be people even who might be not able to get that. So that means, again, you are training your brain to be positive, to see life in a positive way. We all have talked a lot about meditation. It really works. I'm telling you, I have done and it works wonderful for me. And that means being mindful through uh, meditation, it helps you to focus on the present moment in a non-judgmental way. Turning on things that you appreciate in your life can really help instill a sense of gratitude in turn and happiness. For example, when you get up in the morning, we all complain, oh gosh, now we have to get dressed and I have to go for work today. And I should say, oh, we could, yes, that thought has come. But how I could negate that thought? I will say, oh, all right. I have to go to work. And so-and-so must be waiting for me for my work, for my visit or want to hear from me. Or I have to write an email to that person who, who will appreciate that email. So instead of taking it as a burden, take it as, as a gratitude that you've been able, the universe has chosen uh, you to do that work so that you could bring some positive changes in others' life. It's just a matter of shifting your thoughts. I'm talking about re rewiring your brain. So, so how you could rewire your brain? So to get enjoy, to get more joy and less stress and just focusing on gratitude. So how you will rewire it? I will say just keep a gratitude general. Just um, a daily practice where remind yourself a small gift, a grace or, or any benefit which will help. Remember the bed. To be grateful in your current state, it is helpful to remember the hard times that you have once experienced. When you remember how difficult life used to be and how far you have come, you set up an explicit co contrast in your mind. And this contrast is fertile ground for gratefulness. I'm telling you that I have done. When I start feeling very dull or feeling, why again me? And I said, oh, okay, actually, Five or six years back, what was happening in my life? What was my life then? It just changes. That shift changes everything. Then ask yourself three questions. Meditate on your relationship with your parents, friends, siblings, work associates, children, and partners by using these three questions. What have I received from? Dash. What I have given it to them? And what troubles and difficulties have I caused? That will change, change a lot. And obviously, you could then um, remember that what somebody has done for you and what you have done, and then you could weigh, weigh the things that how it has worked out. And again, 
through the senses as well. Some people say that when I go for a walk, it's a small like when you're going, smell the roses. So there is a deep hidden meaning. Smell the roses means mm, feel that fresh flower, feel that fragrance, and that, and just try to absorb that. Because when you absorb that freshness, that good, nice, uh, scintillating smell, it makes you feel good. So there's a way. And then you say, oh, that's good. Nature is beautiful. You could appreciate nature. You could appreciate a person who has got that um, that rose plant there. So these, some, like, you know, just using your senses um, also help. And some people say, oh, how do we could do that? Uh, Sometimes doing, making it purposefully is also uh, helps. Like, for example, you take, uh, take a vow to practice gratitude and just write it that like, a, I vow that I will count my blessings each day and post it somewhere, maybe on social media. Use social media for this use, um, for this thing, because then you are uh, sharing your good experience with them as well. And again, we all we always talk about words, labeling. So watch, we need to watch our language. Like, you know, whenever we're feeling a little bit down or angry, that we should not use the language which we don't want to hear for us. So these are the other other few things that we could we could do from the get gratitude. Some people say that, okay, how I'll write my uh, like you know. In general, what how I'll write the five things. Um, like, you know, I feel grateful. Nothing is be, being good to me today. Mm. And why I need to write. But I think the physical re- record is very important. Um, so because then you're not doing just exercise in your brain, in your brain, you can list it, you can list it, and then you could remember it later. Even a small thing that the sandwich today, hmm, that was yum today. I really uh, enjoyed that um, sandwich. So, so that's a thing. And then sometimes it is asked um, to me because I, I'm, I'm very big on gratitude that how you could write those, uh, those gratitude general. And I said, okay, you don't have to write pages and pages. Just be very short. And um, just go go for depth over breadth and just get personal, like focusing on people to whom you are grateful has more of an impact than focusing on things for which you are grateful. You know what I mean? Um, like try subtraction, not just addition. Like consider what your life would be like without certain people or things rather than just telling up all the good stuff. Be grateful for the negative outcomes you avoided. I'll repeat, be grateful for the negative outcomes you avoided, escaped, prevented, or turned into something positive. And try not to that good fortune fortune for granted. And start doing things accordingly. So how you will rewire uh, your brain or what's the connection between gratitude and the brain. I think gratitude is a mindfulness. Like, you know, because you're doing something purposely. You are doing purposely to tune it with your pres- in your present moment. So if it is possible that if you are a grateful person, you are more mindful of others' gestures, 
the more often you tune into your awareness, the greater the chances you will notice all the goods that's around you to feel gratitude for, which can then bring satisfaction and happiness. Our ability to pick on the beauty of nature, kindness from one another, the chance to give a living, all require our ability to be cognizant of ourselves and our surrounding. And being mindful of help in the kitchen or the color of the sky allows us to generate gratitude by just simply noticing them. So, yes. And the other thing which I find really, really helpful is that spreading gratitude via, via my social media platform. I keep on uh, posting a few things. And when I, I hear comments and I think, oh, I think that person have noticed and that has, um, and he or she has acknowledged that means they have read and they have done something with it. That makes you feel good. That's really important. So, so training our minds to practice grat- gratitude more often is possible if we are mindful of ourselves, each other, and our environment. So what we could do? Let us widen our circle of appreciation. Please share your ideas for reminding yourself to be grateful. I think I have shared uh, quite a few thoughts and some measures and then how uh, gratitude and empathy uh, helps with our own emotional, physical and mental well-being. On that note, I would like to finish this uh, podcast with these words of Alberto Kazik. It starts with be thankful. Be thankful that you don't already have everything you desire. If you did, what would there be to look forward to? Be thankful when you don't know something, for it gives you the opportunity to learn. Be thankful for the difficult times. During those times you grow. Be thankful for your limitations, because they give you opportunities for improvement. Be thankful for your mistakes, They will teach you valuable lessons. Be thankful when you are tired and weary because it means you have made a difference. It's easy to be thankful for the good things. A life of rich fulfillment comes to those who are also thankful for the setbacks. Find a way to be thankful for your troubles and they can become your blessings. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Living Well, Take time to court it all. If you'd like to hear more ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others, check out more podcasts in this series from oar.org.nz. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.